Hello and welcome to Reaction Shots for December. <laughs> I was gonna put on a filter for the erotic episodes that was like a sexy filter, but then yeah. I saw this cartoon one and I was like, whoa. Scanner Darkly filter. I know. F like, <laughs> famous erotic classic, A Scanner Darkly. <laughs> Waking Life. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, Scanner Darkly is hype. Yeah. It's a good Besides one. Besides, like, a slower... The lip sync's a little slow, but otherwise, this is pretty good. It's very, oh, Jones like, would uh -huh. hate this. Yeah, Jones would hate this. <laughs> I'm going to keep this the whole time. Do it. <laughs> I like it. Nice. You got to start using Snap camera so you can do filters, too. Yeah, I want to do um, some, like, anime filter. There is style. one. Nice. Let me see that. There's Let me a, see that anime. All right. All right. Hang on. Um... <laughs> Here, anime style. Huh. Nice. That's really good. Comic style. super good. Though. Yeah, this one's perfect. This one's crazy. There's yeah, this like too. It. Oh my CG god. Baby. What? <laughs> that one's a trip. It's like the early days of 2020 in here with these <laughs> filters. Yep. Yep. Um... Hubie, you got boosted, so we're you weren't feeling too hot, so we're doing it remote this time. Yeah, I'm like still feeling it a little bit. I'm just like groggy, feeling yeah. feeling just achy. Yeah, I got know? boosted on Friday. It, it didn't I'm really, on the, I didn't I'm react, on the but I'm really nice. tired from jury duty. Yeah, and I stuff. bet that's a lot. That's done a lot. now. Done. Nice. Now uh, you can write a book about it. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so this month we're talking erotic films. Erotica. Here, but before we get into that, what have you seen lately? What have I seen lately? Shit. Uh, I rewatched the Apes movies. <laughs> okay, cool. So good. So freaking good. Hold up. They hold up. Yeah. Uh, she just... loves those. Oh my god, they're the best. They really are. Um, the two I and like three them. are uh, Matt Reeves, the guy who's doing the Batman. Uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. that coupled with me just wanting to rewatch them mm -hmm. made me rewatch them, and they're they're just so good. Just love them. Love that. Yeah. Uh, what else have I been watching? Just watching Hawkeye. No spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I just just caught up on Hawkeye. Nice. It's fun. I like it. I've seen it's all fun. four so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, it's weird. I don't know. Like. I don't know why I'd heard bad things. You like, always hear bad things. It's CMC. Yeah. It's always, everyone's always pissed. You hear both. Yeah. You hear both sides. Everyone's pissed or everyone's obsessed. Right. <laughs> or, or like both. They're yeah. the, that's the truth is everyone's obsessed with being pissed. <laughs> really? Yeah. I'm into it though. I like it. I was oh, like yeah. the, I'm I was really just kind of like the, the grounded spy vibe. I just, I just always love, love that. Like solving a mystery. It's cool. But this is doing it better, I think, than Falcon and the Winter Soldier did. D yeah, I think I like it more, for sure. For sure. This one has, like, has the family ties, mm -hmm. like, emotional grounding. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier, they were just kind of dicking around doing whatever. And I was like, what, what, are, we, what are we doing yeah. here? What I feel like for that one, too, there was a lot more pressure. There's oh. a lot of pressure dealing with, you know, all those spoilers, you know. <laughs> and just, yeah. Yeah. Well, psh this one's getting spoiled left and right. Like actors that are in it are like tweet or posting stuff on Instagram Crazy. themselves. And stuff. And I'm just like, well, okay. 
guess I know who's I know. Now. Yeah, yeah, because, uh, oh, that's what I've been, I watched. I finished the, the spinoffs of uh, Walking Dead. They ended their, their seasons. Oh, my God. Had some crazy revelations, some absolutely game-changing. But then they, so, so in Fear the Walking Dead, one of my favorite characters ever, she disappeared in season four. She was the main character. Right. Sure. Never saw a body. And if you don't see a body, right, you're not dead. Right. But like, just has been gone, gone, gone for years and years and years. And everyone was always like, oh, is she going to come back? Is she going to come back? And they're like, maybe, probably not. And then out of nowhere, they just announce that she's coming back publicly. <laughs> just like, oh, you next in the show. You have yeah. a show for that. Yeah. Season ends like a couple days later. They're like, yeah, she's coming back next season. And it's like, what? Why would you do that? That's and amazing. I and I feel just with, you know, Feige also announcing stuff, it just feels like headlines and social media talking is really valuable to them. And they want that. So, like, yeah, going out and spoiling something and, like, getting everyone talking long term, I feel like, is, like, part of the strategy right now. And that sucks. Not into it. Yeah. It's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like no like knowing the name Multiverse of Madness has colored yeah. every single I one know. of the Marvel things since they announced that cuz I keep All thinking right. like oh Wanda's going to make the multiverse like yeah. oh certainly Loki like uh yeah. oh Spider-Man you know like everything totally. Yeah, and just all and the casting they you know they talk yeah. about all the casting all the time and you're just kind of like all right, I'm just waiting for so and so to show up and then it yeah. When it happens, it feels like it's you were just kind of waiting for it to happen instead of being like, whoa, by it. Right. So it's just weird. Well, what's that guy's name? Jonathan um, Majors? Jonathan? The guy from... Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, yeah, knowing yeah, yeah. that he was cast and who he was cast as, yeah. I was like... In Ant-Man. Like, we already knew he yeah, showed up yeah. in Ant-Man. It was like, Years what the down hell? the road, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah. well... Why would you say that? Like yeah. we know, we know too much. Yeah, we know now. too much. We know too much. But I, yeah, I, I was just thinking because because it happened in the same day. I it was the uh, Feige right. revealed that, and then Walking Dead revealed that on the exact same day. And I was like, those are two huge, huge things of like people returning, and it's like, I guess you just want the social media buzz. So, they love it. They yeah. love that buzz. Love that buzz. Oh well. Um, yeah, I don't know. If you say what you've been watching, maybe it'll spark something. I've watched a lot. I just can't really remember. Well, like, uh, I mean, this we'll talk. We can talk more about it once we get into the theme. Because mm-hmm. I went out and I watched Benedetta, Benedetta, the new, the new Paul Verhoeven. Oh, so it is hypersexual. <laughs> yeah, it's a lesbian lesbian nun movie lesbian nun that sounds lesbian so nun. juicy who's getting stigmata and stuff Dude, I, mean, yo. I, don't know, I don't know how i th- i mean I, I enjoyed it while i was watching i don't know yeah. what i think of it i mean there are some moments where i was like like not in like a bad way but i'm yeah. like this this was written by dudes like got for sure got like, it got it yep okay <laughs> it was say no more <laughs> yeah, yeah pretty yeah. funny so but not yeah. even in like the way that you think like there's a scene where like and we're getting into the sex stuff now but there's yeah. a scene where like well it's kind of spoilery but there's there, there's a part where like she says a thing and i'm like 
that's a male sex drive <laughs> uh, writing right there. That's yeah. not how maybe she probably would have phrased it, but uh, whatever. Yeah. It was a fun movie. Nice. Um, Verhoeven. I haven't seen yeah. anything from Verhoeven in a yeah, minute. Yeah, this one got a lot of um, buzz, like Cannes nice. buzz. I don't know what the most recent thing he's done that got that kind of buzz was. Nice. Um, did he direct Starship Troopers? I was trying to remember if he yeah, did Yep, yep, Starship. Yep. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Robocop, yeah. obviously. And Fifth Element was, no, Fifth Element's no, what's his name? No, that's Luke Besson. You Luke Besson, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, Benedetta, what else? Uh, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel oh, like I saw some other stuff. I remember oh. one. Wheel of Time. Okay. Are you in on this? I haven't started it. I, wa- I want to I wanna watch that and Foundation. Nice. Yeah, Foundation for sure. I'm excited um, for Expanse to come back. Tomorrow, I think, yeah. Yeah, Wheel of Time is sick. Get through the first half of the first episode, and it's gravy. Okay. There's something to be said about watching something that is so high stakes and so big. There's, like, so many books of these. There's, like, 14 of these books or something. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, Amazon Prime, you know, 100 million bucks, like, there's something about watching something so huge with absolutely no investment or stakes, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's fun, you know, because MCU is so high stakes. It's like, all right, so invested. So it's nice to watch something like this, and it's fun. I like right. it. And my boy Brandon Sanderson was uh, involved. He, like, wrote the last couple of books after the dude died, Robert Jordan or whatever his name is. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, cool. Yeah, you should yeah. Oh, you definitely He's watch the... it. Cool. He's the guy who does the Stormlight Archives, which are I'm caught up on. Those are good books. Nice. Does Beth read those? She'd probably dig those. No, she's on the They're... Broken Earth trilogy right now. Have you read I've this one? I've, I've heard of that. I haven't read it. Legendary. I just finished listening to the Sandman. Nice, Gaiman. Um, audio she loves Gaiman. She's obsessed with Gaiman. Has she done the audiobooks of Sandman? Because they're no. doing the, the comics into audio, full cast audiobooks with soundtrack and everything. They're <laughs> pretty crazy. They're pretty wild. A friend of mine from college is in them. She plays the nice. cuckoo in the second one. Would you recommend that as an audiobook while running? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to recommend that. Thank you. If she if she likes it's straight like a radio. It's a straight cool. up radio play. Like, <laughs> cool. I'd recommend it. It's cool. Dude. Cool. F- be warned though the part with john d or whatever his name is, i think that's his name in the first one borders on like too intense <laughs> okay okay he's, he's got like for for various reasons he's come into a powerful item that he should not have and he's like a God. psycho killer okay and he like forces a bunch of people in a cafe to do just terrible things to each Jeez. other and like hearing it is just so intense yeah people like screaming and like yeah. uncomfortable like yeah. whimpering it was a lot but uh Yikes. once you get past that it's all pretty sweet and um my favorite book in sandman was always book four season of mists yes. and um that's in act two and it was cool Sick. And they're making a TV show of it, and uh, Charles Dance is in it. You Charles know? Dance, yeah. Lannister. Yeah. Tywin Lannister. Yeah. Tywin Lannister. And he plays a character that's like not a huge role. Yeah. but um, The Doctor the guy, from Alien 3. Yes, dude. Charles so Dance. Good yeah. So good in that. The people they have cast in the show for um, Death and everybody seem pretty cool, too. Sick. Um, and Dream. Dope. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I was just on jury duty, so I don't know 
What else I've been watching? Pain. I went I'm and just saw been something. so busy. I went and saw something else in the theater. What the? Oh, French Dispatch. I loved it. Nice. I went and saw French Dispatch, and I I was. That's an erotic film. Lee Sidey was like nude in it. Dang. And she's you know like one of my faves. Nice. She's, so, she's just beautiful, and she's such a good actor. Yes, jolly love her. But I've um, never seen Blue is the Warmest Color, though, because I heard that they weren't comfortable on set, and I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like that. And knowing that would make me uncomfortable as a viewer. Right. I, like, yeah. haven't been able to watch it because I've, I've heard that, and, um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? That's intense. The, the full story, but. Saw so Dune uh, in the IMAX, 10 out of 10. Love Dune. My my ranking my ranking of the years I live think I've told you is Dune Pig. Pig is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, next next month, Hubie, we're gonna have to do our wrap yeah. up. Heck our, yeah. Uh, year in review. Mm-hmm. What Fear Street. I... Fear Street's on there for Fear sure. Fear Street was great. Yeah. So great. Highlight I of the year. I haven't seen Ghostbusters Afterlife yet. No. I what about have... Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City? I want. I wanna. I haven't seen it yet. I, <laughs> I, had, I had a good I time. Wanna... Brad and I saw it together. It was a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun. I haven't seen it. I want yeah. to though. Nice. I think that's at the Alamo. I'm strictly going to the Alamo because they have really good ventilation yeah. and like they I mean everywhere in LA has yeah. to require you have to show proof of vaccination, but uh I need to ask I you, know. if I sit in the front row at the Alamo, is that too close? Yeah, that's insane. It, that's okay, too close okay. anywhere. What are you okay. talking I sit in the back row. No, no, it's, it's a perfect. small theater. I don't know. Sometimes They're small. Sometimes it feels like you're watching a big screen TV because the, the screen is so small. I, I The last two times I've gone since pandemic. Very back row. Back row left, yeah. And back like, row left. It's, it's perfect. Okay. I mean, like, obviously, like, ideally one would sit center. Yeah. But if someone is in the seat directly next to me, how close are they to me? Do we share an armrest? You do not share an armrest. I think you're like eight to ten inches apart. They're recliners. Okay. They're like full okay. recliners, and they're. Will tape, I be able like, to hear tape. them breathing? <laughs> I don't know. There okay. was a dude. Um, there was an empty chair between me and a guy, and I forgot he was there. Okay. Nice. At um, at Benedetta. Because I'm trying to plan my my Spider-Man attack. It's gonna be a circus. We have tickets. We've got tickets for the Alamo. Every show there. sold out for the next like two weeks. Let's go. It's gonna be nuts. Even at Alamo, when we got it, there was nobody else. Well, that's what I, that's what I was asking about the front row because the front row is wide open. Oh yeah, <laughs> Alamo is good. I mean, there are only five rows. Yeah, this, it's tiny in tiny, some of the theaters. Sure. So it's like you know, I was debating whether to do that. Or the IMAX, because the IMAX is is so big sometimes that you're like away from people, you know. Yeah. Like if it's not well, fully oh. sold out, you're it's like so massive. It's like yo, I don't even I don't even know anyone is near me because the screen is so so right. big. <laughs> overwhelming. I don't know. It is overwhelming. I I say you go to the Alamo. You get there half hour early. You order the chicken strips. That's a good it, call. Like you can get a beer if you want. You can get chicken strips and a beer. Just set the tone there. Like, set the tone, dude. And like food coma during Spider Man. That actually yeah, sounds pretty man. jolly. Vegan. They've got vegan chocolate <laughs> chip cookies that comes with a strawberry. Like it's, yeah, it's sounds great. fantastic. You've got a, you've got two cup holders and a table. I wish it didn't stress me out so much. This might be the turning point, Isla, where I just if let anyone, it let it dude, go. You know, dude. 
They have a milkshake and chicken strips. They always do a kitschy. (laughs) They always do a kitschy "Don't Talk" thing, and then they do. I need to approach them for an ad deal. I'm like, I'm like yeah. selling this fucking. Yeah. But like, they do a they do a kitschy don't talk, and then it literally says seriously, don't talk, don't text, or we will kick you out and Hell ban yeah. you for life. Banned for life. Yeah, they say and banned for life. I think so. The say words be, banned for life. You will be expelled. Said? I'm not sure if they say okay, that okay. literally, but they say that you will be you will be expelled. Um, <laughs> And it said, like, if you have a problem with a noisy table, you just flip your little order card vertical. <laughs> they spot it, and they just come in and Such remove the people. I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, dude. I'm doing people, it for sure. It's the last theater in L.A. Yeah. Per- the last bastion of hope. Where people take movies yeah. seriously. Yeah. I'm going it, there. I'm doing this. Yeah. Even even the fancy, the- quote-unquote fancy <laughs> theaters, like Landmark and stuff, like, people yeah. don't take it seriously anymore. Yeah. Everybody's talking. Hell yeah. Everybody's talking at me. That's an erotic film. Erotica. Midnight Cowboy. Midnight well, Cowboy is erotica. 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 For sure. Auto erotica. That's how this whole thing started. <laughs> that is how this whole thing started. Um, That's how we got uh, here. Yeah. So a little different this week, this month. Um, I'm just going to go down the comments in order. Do I asked, it. My expertise asked, is minimal. I have not yeah. seen Fifty Shades. I haven't either. I've you not know. seen... I've seen like I'm waiting for the Handmaiden <laughs> comments. Oh, dude, Handmaiden is one of my favorites. Hell I, yeah. I have a very specific field of expertise of erotica. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've got like '90s, like what I could get my hands <laughs> yeah. on as a teenager. Yes, Cruel Intentions. Let's Cruel go. Cruel Intentions. Species, Let's go. You know <laughs> um, that kind of spank bank shit, <laughs> and then um, wild and, things. Wild things, yeah. And then like and then like period lesbian art films yep. <laughs> as an adult. Like yep. that's those are my areas of expertise. Although Ooh. I haven't seen some of the great like lesbian art films even as of late. So There's been a, I feel like a, a resurgence a, a of lot. those. Quite a few. Yeah. Well yeah. that was part of what that was part of the problem with Benedetta is cause like think of Portrait of a Lady on Fire where like for like an hour and 20 minutes, the tension is like, will they look at each other? <laughs> you know? Benedetta. Will they lock like, eyes? Right, right. Like, will they indicate interest in any way? And that's like the hottest thing. You're just like waiting for like an arm to brush another arm. Benedetta, like, pretty quick up- upon the lady getting there, it's just happening. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay. That's not, it's not really the core tension of the movie, but um, yeah. Yeah. It's nice. kind of interesting in that way, Benedetta. The the lesbian aspect is more like kind of matter of fact. I need to see the poster. I'm assuming it's one person like pretty close sideways looking like down. That's my there guess. Are, there are... Um, oh, Michael no. Huber. Looking the, up. Looking the, up. Damn. Well, wait. There and are the two face posters. is head on, yeah. There are two posters, Huber. Damn. There are two posters. Two? Okay, I'm looking at I the assume... one where it's, where it's this. Okay. There's that one, and I'm gonna block part of it with my fingers so we don't get. No, oh, I have to turn off the. Uh, Dude, Charlotte yeah. Rampling, shout yeah. out. Huber, look, this is the other poster. Let it focus. Uh, okay, it's too blown out. Oh. But that's that's a that's an actual. There's a nude breast. Whoa. On on that poster. Dang. Yeah. 
so the, the the poster that they have on display An erotica at the, poster yeah the, the poster at the alamo is just her face with a cross with quotes on it yeah but this one is her in a white habit with her boob out <laughs> nice and you like see most of her nipple yo merovingian is in it too Sick. yeah yeah he plays like a whatever a bishop or whatever cool. cardinal or sounds good crap. It's it's pretty yeah. It's, you saw it today yeah. or yesterday? I I went by myself. Must have been Saturday. Nice. I don't you, know what you day slept it is. on it a few days. No, it might have been Monday. I don't know what day it was. I think it was Monday. Nice. Or Sunday. Chill. Seems like he got to yeah. sleep on it. That kind of it movie. Was, it was Sunday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. I don't know. <laughs> it's an interesting movie. Portrait of a Lady on Fire is way better. Um. Okay, so yeah, I asked people what their favorite erotic film is, and I said, <laughs> we're talking classy stuff like Species. <laughs> no porn. No porno. This yeah. is not a porno no. episode. That's next month. Yeah, the um, most the most porno would be like Wild Things. That was, that was porno to me growing up. It was like, yeah, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, it's rated, if it's rated R or classy NC-17, we'll talk yeah. about it. Like, let's Showgirls. talk about crash the good one yeah like that's no. erotica but it's like weird yo isn't showgirls verhoven is it i've never seen showgirls i've heard it's terrible it is it is <laughs> yes go verhoven it is sick bastard it is a not entertaining movie although i saw it when i was way too young like teenager have you know there to just see nudity have no idea like the actual plot but i remember just being so bored out of my mind as a kid <laughs> it's tough actually i think a lot of movies that lean on nudity in an, in an in a tasteless way end up being kind of kind of boring mm. yeah i feel like there's always a pool scene sex in the pool oh yeah which i've done and it's not great it seems like it would kind of get in places Mm -hmm. doesn't seem yeah to quote johnny treehorn from big lebowski you need feelings <laughs> you watch that again oh big lebowski best erotic film of all time um <laughs> so yeah the the prompts i asked are what's your favorite best actors best director and then anything of course anything else you'd like us to discuss um <laughs> John Gallagher, John Gallagher, no suggestions, but just excited for the episode. Welcome. Uh, Emma Turn, best actors, Monica Belushi, Patrick Swayze, Idris Elba, and Selma Hayek. What is Idris Elba yeah, in? Yeah, what? With nudity. What the hell? I mean, he's just an erotic dude. Yeah, like, I mean, Fastbender. Him, him walking around, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, him and Fastbender for sure. Fastbender and shame. God, I love shame. Shame is so good. I haven't seen Shame. I heard it's his penis so is huge. Good. It's very large. Is it is it erect in it or is it flaccid and flaccid. Still big? Huge <sighs> flaccid penis. And it's his real penis? Yeah, I'm 95% sure, yeah. Just walks <laughs> right at the camera. Boom. Wow. Yeah. Straight at the camera. Yeah, straight at, at the camera. At dick level? Yeah, I remember it being like pretty low. It's like an yeah. ozone shot. What the yeah. frick? 
<laughs> maybe like a little <laughs> higher than that. Like just a little bit higher. It's that like kneeling height, maybe, yeah. for instance. Yeah. Good movie, though. It's just all about addiction. In his case, sexual addiction. Addiction? It's fantastic. I was about to Google it. <laughs> maybe I should. Why not? Googling it. Yeah, I mean, I'm it's, just a, it's it. a tasteful, dude. It's a scene in a legitimate movie. That is a legitimate <laughs> film. Google's going to be Steve very McQueen, confused by this. The one, the only, Steve McQueen. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's a that's a dick. It's, like, kind of hard. He probably got it just the right amount for, like, yeah, maximum length. Yeah, I suppose to make it look bigger, yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely, I am a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> looking at that and yeah. I'm like, what am I, what is this? What am I yeah. looking at here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Emma Turn also appreciates the species shout out. Yeah. Um, ooh, Amanda Peet. Yeah. She was a big, she was big in, in my youth. Remember her, Amanda Peet? Amanda Peet, yeah. She was in that like Bruce Willis one, maybe. Matthew yeah. Perry. The hell movie is that? Something. Uh, the whole nine yards. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh my I enjoyed God. that movie. It was funny enough. Yeah. Uh oh, Cathal Fallon. Yes, Secretary. One of the greats. That I've one. I've seen that. Oh, dude, you gotta watch Secretary. Secretary. Some King affair. Sounds like an sex. affair. No. King no. of Awkward Sex. James Spader. <laughs> oh God, no. Hires. Dude, when he was in his youth, Spader, no. yeah, young yeah. Spader, dude, Spader. he is the king of awkward yeah. sex. Yeah. Sucks lies and videotape, crash, secretary. Typecast. Spader. A freak. Freakazoid. Spader. It, honestly, if Spader is not like that in real life, I'm disappointed. He might be very mild-mannered. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, that was his identity, you know? Secretary. I could not see just a sexual freako. Spader. Oh my god, yeah. Just because of Crash. I, oh, Crash is like... Crash. We'll, we'll get to Crash. We'll get to Crash in a second. But Secretary, Maggie Gyllenhaal, he hires her as a secretary. Oh, so it's new. Um, I mean, I don't know. Spitballing a like year. 80s, maybe 90s? Maybe 99. Okay. Um, Let me check. I'm sitting in front of a computer. Why do I keep using my phone? Spader. Um... 2002. Close. I was close. I'll give myself partial credit for that. Um, <laughs> Secretary's incredible. Watch Secretary. Uh, Sign me up. M- yeah, dude. Uh, Ty- Tyler Travis. Uh, I'm so happy that you're actually going through with this. I'm very Wait. curious to see the choices. My favorite as of late is Body Double. It hits that cheesy versus serious note just right, which De Palma usually has trouble figuring out. Uh, nice. That Frankie Goes to Hollywood scene is also a Stone Cold classic. I don't think I've seen Body Double. Hmm, no, I've seen Body Heat. Yeah. Did I ever tell you that story? No. It's one of my favorite stories. You ready? It's a good one. Go, go for it's a, it. It's a good story. We were driving to... Oh, Body Double. Yeah. Colorado to pick up my brother from college. Uh-huh. So we're driving because we needed the car. So it was my parents in front, me and my grandma in the back. And we like rented this big van and there was a TV. 
Oh, God. My, you know, my dad, my parents love to show, my dad specifically loves to show me, like, violent content, adult films, like, not, not yeah. adult pornographic films, like, mature content. Mature content. Uh, and I don't even know how it came up, but for whatever reason, he wanted me to watch Body Heat. <laughs> which is like hypersexual, like yeah. 70s, like William yeah. Hurt movie. Yeah. They have sex like so many times in this it's movie. Like Last Tango in Paris. Where yeah. Maybe actually had sex. <laughs> yeah. And my grandma is like super religious. Well, <laughs> was super religious. Passed away earlier this year. <laughs> and you're just, yeah, I'm sorry for you. Yeah. And you're just in a van with In her? a van with my grandma watching Body Heat. It was so awkward. I was like, should I turn this off? Like, I'm kind of committed here. Like, we got pretty into it. And then it was it was just awkward. We ended up watching the whole thing. And my grandma, like, we just kept not making fun of my grandma, but kept trying to, like, diffuse the situation with comedy, you know? <laughs> you know, I just kept saying things like, yo, it's a... Uh, it's an iconic film, and it's an important piece of history. <laughs> important it's like body heat. <laughs> Such a random movie. I forget. Th- might have loved it. She might have th- been super into it. Yes, serious. There was some like historical connection for why my dad wanted me to watch it. Maybe Did like you, some uh... director. Lawrence Kasdan wrote and direct okay. Body Heat. Do you know who that yeah. is? I know his name. Yeah, that is bizarre. Empire Strikes Back and Body. Yeah, Heat. yeah, yeah. Lawrence Kasdan. Like right. what? What a weird. Um... Dude, Strange. that's like uh um, too awkward. That's like fucking what's his name? Wolfgang Peterson? Yes, Das Boot. Das Boot and Neverending Story? <laughs> that's weird. That that one and um Mad Max, and, uh, right? Mad Miller? Max and Happy Feet. Yeah, <laughs> that's those, so funny. those are the two weirdest ones. Love that. Even Robert Rodriguez to an extent. Spy kids yeah. and like very graphic stuff. But like but like <laughs> Wolfgang Peterson went Neverending Story eighty four, Das Boot eighty five. Some of this kid shit. I'm getting into it. Yeah. I'm making a three part. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, sorry, sorry. The movie of Das Boot was eighty one. Neverending God. Story was eighty four, and okay. then he made a TV mini series of Das Boot again. He needed in the 85. bridge. He needed the bridge. He needed <laughs> yeah, to come down. Yeah. What did you not say? In your three-hour movie of Das Boot that you needed to make a longer version of Das Boot. Have you seen that version? I've seen the real movie. I haven't seen the TV movie. The TV version, I wonder. Das Boot's good. How long's the TV one? It's three parts. I don't know. I'm trying to find out how long the movie Hmm. is. Dude, like a six-hour Das Boot cut? Because I know they just have a new Das Boot. Oh, my God, really? Recently, yeah, like a brand new one. I'm not even joking you. That's crazy. 2018, Isla. <laughs> Why? 26 oh, two- episodes, three seasons. Wait, it's a show? It's a show, and the third season is coming next year. Dude, das get this. Boot. Das get, Boot. Get this. Das Boot, famously lengthy film. Yeah. Only two and a half hours. Like, really? Every movie is Das Boot now. Yeah, what? I, I was remember like three as a, and a kid, Das Boot. I mean, it says two and a half right here, unless there's like another version. Let me see. Strange. Okay, the TV miniseries is five. 
I want to watch that one. Five hours. Let's go. That one? I don't know, dude. I don't know which one of these I watched. Das Boot. No, I watched uh, I watched the movie for sure. Wolfgang. What the hell's going on here? I remember it being longer than that. Same. Maybe there's a director's cut or something. There's gotta be. Yeah. 100%. <clears throat> anyway, we're talking erotica, not... Das Boot is... Not Das Boot. Submarine erotica. Sub... Submarotica. Submarotica. Uh... What the hell were we talking about? Oh yeah, you were in the van with your grandma watching. Yeah, <laughs> I like so the Palma, um, body Yo, double. Yo, right that here, right, right huh? here, two hundred nine minute director's cut. So it's three okay. hours and yeah, okay, okay, three and a half. So I watched that one. Yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Thank yeah. you for finding that. I was like, two yeah. and a half is not long enough. That's yeah. that's easy breezy, beautiful yeah. cover girl. Um. The 1984 television broadcast is like 240 minutes. Wow. There's so many versions of this. There's 10 versions. That's boot, dude. They, There's they, 10 versions. They just can't get enough. They love that boot. The 1984 BBC miniseries is the longest, 300 minutes. Five hours. Um, I need to know, did you keep, did you keep your, your male response in check in the van with your grandma? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. No, all right. none of that, any of that. No, it's tasteful. <laughs> tasteful viewing. A tasteful I was just, van I just, viewing. Yeah. <laughs> Body. <laughs> Body. <laughs> They're like aggressive sex on the stairs, if I remember correctly. My God. <laughs> the hell was it's I like, thinking? It's like Antichrist, where it's like not even simulated. I mean, he got like porn actors to do it that part, the close-ups, but it's like not simulated. Yeah. You just actually see P and V. Oh my god! Yeah. Blue Valentine. Have you seen that one? That's Blue also Valentine. Blue Valentine's I, um, a legitimate ten. I love it. I was gonna go see it, but then everyone I heard, everyone I talked to said it was like the most depressing film ever, and I think I just so got, depressing. I just gone through a breakup, and I was like, all right, I'm not gonna do this to myself. Yeah. Well, that 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 movie had a little controversy. That was actually a very interesting discussion about that movie because they were allowed to show him going down on her to be R. Oh, I remember that to be R rated. But then if she was going down on him, it would have bumped it up to NC seventeen or the other way. Or no, I think it's it was that way. It was that way. Yeah, you can't yeah. show. Mm-hmm. an erect penis yeah. in an in an R-rated yeah. film i think yeah. or like at least not well they weren't going to show the 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 tool of it his, his they were going to show it they it's were not like buffalo 66 no, where they, they were, just like have it or brown bunny or whatever the fuck it was yeah i don't think they were going to show it but just like the motion and it got in oh, 17 weird. yeah what? you there see was, blowjobs constantly i know something by yeah. the way we're just going to use terms in this episode I yeah guess. We're, just, right. we're just going for it sure we're just talking about it but I remember there, yeah, there's a big controversy about that. I think they finally got it like repealed, but oh love God. that movie. I love Lou Valentine. Also, so like, good. People go down on each other constantly in it's our fine. It's fine. It's natural. It's so natural. It's I don't know natural. if that was exactly it. Natural. All natural. Yeah. White pistachio nut. That movie's um, 11 years old now. Jeez. Lou Valentine? Shit. Yeah, that was before I moved to LA, I think. Crazy. What year did it come out? 2010. What month? Must have been right before I moved here. December 2010 official, yeah, January okay, at Sundance. Yeah. 
I was real depressed at that period of time over uh, the yeah, uh, so I wouldn't. I did not watch that movie. Um, yeah. Emma Turner's got like eight hundred comments in here, but MacGruber, MacGruber, Ursula Andress, and Doctor No last pose Cruel Intentions might be the last mainstream erotic movie I can think of. Oh, there are plenty. Hey, it was it was the other way around. Confirmed. They weren't allowed to show him going down on her. So Gosling called him out for sexism and misogyny. Yeah, that's the patriarchy right yeah. there. Yeah, he called that's him the out. Patriarchy. Yeah. Shit, I think yeah. that Gosling got. He probably uh, paved the way because like yeah. every lesbian period drama now has that in it. There like it the is. Handmaiden. Handmaiden. Dude. <laughs> Handmaiden, Handmaiden is, a, is an eleven out of. Out it's of a six. one trillion. What has he been up to? Beautiful movie. Park. Like, yeah. I don't know. He's got what are you doing, bud? coming soon. Do you have right? a TV show or some shit coming? Do something. Decision to leave. What? His, his that, next movie. That's his next movie? Yep. As a director. South Korean mystery film. Decision Detective falls for leave. a mysterious widow after she becomes the prime suspect. Nice. Wait, <laughs> what is this? Little Drummer Girl from 2018? I've never mm-hmm. seen that. That was TV okay. Series. They do a cool, like, gun trick. Oh. That thing, you know? That, like, Black Widow shit. Where they, like, disarm a guy, you mean? Like, catch it and, like, switch hands. It's cool. Is Stoker good? I've been wanting to watch Stoker, but I, like, haven't ever gotten around to it. I remember enjoying it. I remember seeing it with a friend who I wasn't good friends with, and it's kind of like an awkward movie. (laughs) I remember that being an element of my stoker viewing that was like when i saw history of violence with a dude who like hated it so much oh my god like the whole movie he was just going like oh, i remember you told me this and i was just i was kind of enjoying because i was like yeah. clearly they're going for like this kind of vibe right yeah and he just Hell wasn't yeah. on board with that vibe i guess yeah yeah stoker's got some some erotica any like uh any vampire tale, you know? Thirst. Hyper, Another yeah, thirst. Dialogue. Hyper, hypersexualized. Invitation or uh, interview with the vampire. That's a. It's got a little that bit. That is a. Dude, I, I rewatched it like a couple years ago. Same, same, same. One of my favorites. That movie is much gayer than I remember as a kid. Like, Hell yeah. I was just like, sick, vampire friends, all right. And like rewatching it as an adult, I'm like, oh, they yeah. gay. Like, They're uh, gay Bonnie, okay. or. Uh, Antonio Banderas's crew, oh Armand. Everybody gay. Yeah, the Armand in that, crew. In that movie, it's like my friend group. In that movie. <laughs> Everybody's gay. Um, sorry, straight friends. I know you're not gay yet. <laughs> yet. Um, <laughs> none of them listen to this podcast. I'm sure. Um, Carlos Delgado wants to know if all Ryan Gosling movies count as erotic. All of I them mean, except for the notebook. I think he's so good looking. Yeah, oh yeah. Like he's and distracting. He and distracts me. He's got me. a great uh little funny little band. Yep. yep. Check out Dead Man's Bones. It's good stuff. Dead Man's Bones. I need to rewatch uh Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Man. Yeah. I I I have IMDB'd him and Young Hercules, they have a, his picture of in Young Hercules. 
Dang, that's a beautiful young man right there. He's he so still good looks looking. Good. He's so good looking. I can't even handle how good looking Ryan Gosling is. Truthfully. I hated La La Land though. I didn't like hated it. Hated La La Land. Yeah. La La Land sucks ass. I feel He's playing vain. Ken in a Barbie movie? I, I feel like I can't be wrong if you and Beth and I all agree on something. Yeah. It's like, oh, we see eye to eye. Exa- yep. It's a bad movie. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. I want to have a special where <laughs> your wife and I talk about Annihilation. Annihilation. <laughs> yeah. It's so much cooler than the book. Whatever. She we love the book. She loved them. Yeah, those, I've read those books like three yeah. times. The, the movie so disappointed weird. her so much. Oh, Rarely have I seen her that disappointed. It didn't feel good. Yeah, yeah. And it's fine on its own. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. We talk about this all the time on this show. Yep. Um, but yeah, probably, I guess. Except for The Notebook. Mm-hmm. Except for The Notebook. <laughs> Love The Notebook. Does The Notebook hold up still? Is that... I've never seen it. I've really? never seen it. I get the idea. Devastating film. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I, I want to be devastated. Devastate me. Please. The The problem is I don't. And like, if I know something or if I suspect something is like a downer. Yeah. Devastation. Oftentimes, right. Oftentimes I'll avoid. Yeah. So like Moonlight was the perfect example where like Classic. I love that movie now, but I had avoided it because I assumed it would be devastating. Mm hmm. Spoiler alert, it's not. You gotta have both. You gotta have some devastation and then some... Right. Some, like, like, goodness. Happiness. Hollywood is a history. There's, like, a trope called bury your gaze. (laughs) And so, like, I thought, of course this guy's gonna die or something, you know? Yeah, yep. And, like, it's been recent, more recent that that hasn't been the case. And I think that that's really nice. Um, Then we can have our beautiful lesbian period dramas where furtive eye contact is mm-hmm. maintained for more than 12 seconds and it's hypersexual like a, eye contact hypersexual eye contact <laughs> and it's like the sexiest thing you've ever seen um katie garza also very hyped for this episode thank you katie. uh oh, what we're curi- talking about very curious what what happened here with nat pool pew pew it just says deleted it says load reply i click on it i can't load it Whoa. And then they have a safety post so Patreon doesn't eat their comment. Too explicit. I'm sorry, they must yeah. eat it. Yeah. That's Patreon, I think, eating these on purpose. Because it. Yeah. they're, like, trying to protect us from, I don't know. I don't know what. Um, explicit shit. <laughs> Lauren Yen says that we have to do a specific porn episode because I specified that this can't be pure porn. <laughs> Um, no porn. Gotta, yeah. gotta, it's gotta be cinematic. It's gotta be a story. Yeah. So find some good stuff on Pornhub <laughs> with a story. Oh my god. Talk. You know what there's I mean. That, there's that movie. There's that movie that is like super memed. Um, that's like I guess a gay porno. Hmm. That has the guy being like, "I should have left you on the street where I found you," and then the other guy's like, "But you didn't." <laughs> And the acting is just so bad that it's become a meme. Jesus. Yeah. Sophia and I may have watched part of the actual thing just to see it in context. That's good. That's good. Okay. Context is key. Context is key. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We lost interest. Um, Paracancor 
Paul Verhoeven is my guy. In grade mm-hmm. four, it became known that one of my classmates owned a VHS copy of Basic Instinct. There are so many moments in our youth that was like that, where like a rumor yep. sweeps the school that one of yes. your friends like stole the copy of Wild Things or whatever from their yeah. from their mom or whatever. Yep. Um, or their dad, I imagine. Most of the boys in the class would end up seeing it. Uh, even though the owner never let anyone actually borrow it, instead he would go visit the house of anyone that wanted to watch, bring the VHS with them, have a screening, put the tape back, but uh, take the tape back home with him. It was a one-man, one movie, one household at a time streaming service. Soon after, I heard Paul Verhoeven made another film, Showgirls, but the NC-17 rating was too big of a hurdle for our friends to overcome. The best we could manage was watching the scrambled pay-per-view versions mm. with the inverted colors. I've yet to see a normal version of Showgirls. God, do you remember those days? Like, trying to catch, like, on the, because they had, very, we were very young at this period of time, but yeah. I remember, Less I'm old 10. enough to remember briefly um, attempting to do that, where you'd, like, watch the scrambled channels. Oh, yeah. Uh, I like, really tried once, I don't really bit, remember, though a little bit would come through, you know? And you're like, I think that yeah. was a boob. You're, oh my God, you're so right. Yeah. Then, or like then your friend's like, that wasn't a boob. Or like changing the channel up and down really fast sometimes mm-hmm. would like make something, oh would my make God. It work? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. For younger listeners, wow, VHS was... and this wild technology, scanning the, the scrambled channels to try to see a boob. And then you're like, you don't know what a boob looks like. No. To your friend, you're just like, that was a boob. It's like, you've never seen a boob. You don't know no. what a boob looks like. This no is pre-internet. Yeah, this no is pre-internet. Clue. Like, I had a computer in my room when I was a teenager, so, like, whatever. Addiction-forming problem there, but, like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> these are the old days. You had to yeah. work hard to... You had to, you had to hide a Victoria's Secret in the woods, you know? Totally. Bury it. Yeah. Plastic bag. Hide it under some leaves. Might still be there. I should I should go check. If I'm ever back in my hometown, I should go, I should go check if that's still out there. Oh my god, I mean, you should. You're gonna find bones, human remains. <laughs> the oh my god, that sounds like the plot of an eighties movie. Like it does. you you bury a porno magazine, yes. but then it like it like sprouts into one of the women and she like, comes to life. Yes. Oh my god, weird science or something. Um was this episode a mistake? <laughs> Yo, Sensei. Oh, Sensei, dude. Erotica. Erotic. And, like, very cool er- representationally. Good context with the eroticness. Yeah. Oh. Uh, erotically speaking, one of the best introductions of a, of a couple with uh, Naman- Namanita, what's their couple name? Yeah, um, yeah, the Jamie Clayton and yeah, 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 yeah. Just throw a dildo on the <laughs> <Yeah>. ground. <laughs> it's like, yep, here you go. <laughs> they, were, they were doing it. Yeah. Um, classic purple, of course. Uh, Antonio Moreno, in no particular order. These are their favorites: The Hunger, starving David Bowie, Catherine Deneuve. Uh, and Susan Sarandon, directed by Tony Scott, Sex and Lucia, starring Tristan Uloa, or Uyoa, and Paz Vega, directed by Julio Madame, Itumama Tambien, starring oh, David yeah. Luna, Miguel Garcia Brunel, and Mar- Maribel Verdu, directed by Alfonso Caron, 
And The Handmaiden, starring mm-hmm. Kim Min Hee and Kim Tae uh directed by, of course, Park Chan-wook. Um, I haven't seen those other two. Those sound... I can't remember if I've seen The Hunger. My sister... So fun, funny, this story. I might have mentioned it before, but she was she tried to get me a copy of, of a DVD of um, The Man From Earth, mm-hmm. which is a very quaint little like single room drama of a guy who, who of a professor who's moving out of town and decides to tell his friends that he's been alive for like 15,000 years. Yeah. Um and he has like proof and he has like stuff and like no none of them it's like a philosophical quandary about if he's telling the truth or not. Um it's a very dear movie, very silly fun little wonderful movie. My sister accidentally bought me The Man Who Fell to Earth the david bowie like erotica film that's so funny (laughs) oh my gosh it's very very funny (laughs) (laughs) i was like well this is not what you meant to do because my sister you know not you know not a very like um overt person when it comes to that that sort of thing yeah um like i'm definitely the more like rambunctious like I swear and stuff, and she doesn't, you know. Like yeah. it's it's like that. Um, so it's very funny to get a gift like that from from her because that is classic. That is a classic story. <laughs> yeah, um, but the handmaiden God tier, it's so good. I God love tier. it. God I love tier. it to pieces. And God what tier. I I've heard something along these lines that Park Chan Wook like just had them do whatever. Nice. He, he, he comfortable like, on set. For the sex scenes, he was just like, "You guys do whatever you're comfortable with," and, and you know, and like, there's some sex in that. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some stuff in that. I feel like one of the scenes was really long. Maybe it just felt long. I feel like there's a enough. really long one. Yeah. It's a long movie, but yeah, 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 I mean, the sex songs are pretty, or the sex scenes are pretty protracted. Yeah. I remember they've got like Benoit beads or something at one point, <laughs> like that they had in. <laughs> they're both using them and or whatever beads. I don't yeah. know. And I was like, all right, yo, we're, yeah, we're getting bringing props into this. Let's go. <laughs> we're doing it. Okay. Shit. Yeah. You start bringing okay. props in it. It takes it to the next level. It's next, next level, yeah. next level stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that reminds me, I got a, I had a thing that broke. I got a, <laughs> <never mind>. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, charge something. No, the the speed motor speed control broke. We don't have to talk about it. Um, okay. <laughs> Moving Andreas, on. Andreas Klenth. <laughs> you can't tell because of the filter, but I'm blushing very hard. Um, Andreas Klenthus, the Dreamers. I was waiting for this one. The Dreamers. Never heard of it. What? Never heard of this. Ava Green, dude. Ava oh, Green. Oh, my favorite. And um, Michael Pitt, I think. Is that his name? Yeah, Michael Pitt. Yeah. Boardwalk and Hannibal. Yeah. Nice. The how have you not heard I've of the Dreamers? Never Dream seen it. Yeah, I've never seen it. Fucking legendary movie. Sick. So sexual. Sick. So much sex. Jesus. Like, crazy amounts of sex. Yeah, Ava I, Green, dude. But she's the best. Good God. Yeah, the best. I thought that that's why you were a fan of Ava no. Green, because the Dreamers, because she's no. like, 
She's like Venus de Milo. She like comes out. <laughs> oh God Almighty, the Dreamers, dude. The Dreamers. He's like, on the team. <laughs> oh, it's 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 a porno almost. Like, it's, <laughs> <laughs> the Dreamers, man. Bernardo Bertolucci. Yeah, it's it is, it is full is it blast. A good movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it definitely like. I've mostly seen certain scenes, you know. I've seen it all the way through once. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But um coming of uh, age drama or what? Yeah, uh um coming of age sexual awakening but also during like a revolution, I think, like the oh, Okay. I can't remember if the it's the backdrop. Yeah, I can't remember if it's like the youth revolt or the um it's been a long time since I've seen it. Um Paris, nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, so the student rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's the it's the sixty-eight student rights. That's what I thought. Yeah. So it's um it's that. <laughs> so it's the student rights. I mean. And three people hiding in a, an apartment, learning each other's bodies, and one of them's a brother and sister, and it's kind of weird. Got it. It's kind of like Ichimama Tommy in a little bit, kind of. It seems like. Yeah. Yeah. Shades of that. Ichimama Tambien is such a weird movie because I saw it, I've only seen it once and I didn't like it because mm-hmm. I thought that the like voiceover was just too f- too twee, yeah. too yeah. kitschy. Yeah, I don't like, like it was like story. it would like spin out and tell us like the life story of some dude in a boat and I'm like mm-hmm. you're just doing this to be cute. Like yeah. what are you doing? What's the, yeah. what does this have to do with anything? Fuck off. <laughs> but well, I was also being poisoned by certain hormones at the time. So maybe I was just like, get back to the sex. I don't yeah. know. Could be. Uh, maybe watching it again. You know, some, some boat person. You didn't sign eyes. up for that. I mean, yeah, I don't care about this guy in a boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're here for one reason. <laughs> I'm here to see the Itumama. <laughs> I'm here for the mama, <laughs> not the boat. <laughs> it is... Like, what is going through your head when a sex scene goes down in, like, a packed movie theater? What are you thinking? Me? Yeah, you. Um, Because I feel like like it it takes me out of it sometimes, and I I become very, like, aware. Well, it's interesting because my relationship to a sexual gaze has actually changed quite a lot as I've transitioned and, and like taken ownership of my femininity because I always felt, um, assaulted of, you know, by my own sexual interest in a woman. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I would, fe- I could feel my own male gaze hmm. and it felt like, wrong abusive like and i wasn't doing anything obviously but it felt like predatory um to me like internally i felt like wrong about it because there was like a certain like and it was just chemical it was like fueled by there was like an intensity to the interest that what didn't mesh with my experience of of sexuality and like now that i've transitioned it's just so much better like i can actually just like I can just enjoy things for what they are now, <laughs> yeah, and I can, yeah. like, watch... Like, I watched Benedetta alone. Like, I went yeah. to the theater alone, yeah. you know, wearing a dress, boots, and a leather jacket. Like, no question, like, okay, yeah. who's this lady? Like, obviously, she's just yeah. here to see a lesbian period by herself, <laughs> you know, and, and, and eat some chicken strips. <laughs> and, like... Hell, yeah. 
I can do that now without Go feeling sick. like a pervert, you know? Because it like feels like my experience of my gaze is more in line with, like, I don't know. It it meshes, you know. Yeah. So it's a complicated question to yeah. circle back around. Thank you for sharing you. that. That's well, yeah. Profound. That's deep. That's awesome. It's very interesting. Like, and yeah. it's something that that growing up, like, that's the interesting relationship to these kinds of this kind of media. And this is kind of the the thing that made me interested in doing this episode is like. Now I can watch this stuff and appreciate it for other reasons. And yeah. like, and obviously this, I'm speaking from my own experience. I'm not saying that like everyone who has testosterone is like this. Obviously that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, this was my experience of it where like that kind of intensity overshadowed other elements a little bit more than I was comfortable with mm-hmm. for me personally. Yeah. Um, so now it's very interesting to go to this stuff or see things like this. Um, and like, obviously I'm still very attracted to women and stuff. And I like that kind of stuff, but like, it's just very different now. Yeah. The the stuff that I like, like I was Gaga for portrait of a lady on fire, you know? Yeah. And like, there's nudity in it. There's some like good, like realistic sex in it, but like, it's more the other stuff, like the tension of them, like looking at each other and stuff that, that really made it stick with me. Like the emotional yeah that's um, that's for me is i just need i need the emotional context there yeah I can't feel forced or awkward or weird at all or i'm like just ah like if it's two people that like each other and are having fun that's like the, when i when i like it you know when it's fine and i think that's that's a more universal answer yeah. for your question hubert and yeah. i think you're totally i think you're totally right like if you're in a packed movie theater or like yeah. Watching it with watching it with your your girlfriend's parents yeah. or something. Saw shame at home. <laughs> right. Yeah. But like, if it's justified, right? Like, it can be sexual, but if it's like artistic and justified, like Handmaid yeah. and I saw in a theater before I transitioned, and it yeah. was fine because it was like, we're all here for the art, <laughs> vibing on the art in the yeah. same way, right? Like, yeah. whereas if it's like cheesy, just like exploitative you yeah. know that has its place there's fun in that but um uh, it can definitely feel more awkward i think yeah. if it's if it's got no feelings <laughs> i feel like maybe i'm misremembering maybe i'm just imagining this i feel like action movies when we grew up had to have some like obligate obligation sex scene oh for sure like it would just go down and like move on and i feel like that doesn't happen as much with like big blockbusters <sighs> Yeah, I feel like there was definitely a period of time with certain movies. Yeah. yeah like where it was like, like 90s was action. Like, right. Nudity was like a must. Like you yeah. had to have boobs in there. Yeah. Even if it didn't like make sense. Like the characters had to like run through a ladies room and they had their shirts off. For yeah. Some reason. You know, it's just. Like, yeah. 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 Which I mean, does happen pretty much yeah. all the time. Like we're just popping our shirts off left and right in there. But yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I think you're totally right. I mean, it's it's a funny thing because it's like, you can just see it right away. Like, I don't know. Wait, Wicker Man? What? Wicker Man. Johnny Can't Dance, The Wicker Man, and special shout out to Magnet, who did the soundtrack. Some of the best erotic songs ever. I think that, are you talking old Wicker Man? Because that movie rules, but I don't... Oh yeah, there is nudity in that! It's like oh, you right. 
It's like topless, what? topless dancing or some shit. I forget. Well, no, I totally forgot the the like next door the the daughter of the like inn owner. Yeah, tries to seduce him. Uh, and and it's funny because like it's unclear like she's probably testing him to make sure that he's like a virgin because they they need to sacrifice a spoilers for the Wicker Man. Yeah. They need to sack a verge, but um. So she's probably testing him, but another way to read it is maybe she's trying to save him because if if he fell for if That's he went fun. for it, That's fun. And, That's a good and, read. And, and and like had sex with her, yeah. they wouldn't be able to, you know, it would have saved him. That's so, that's fun. Yeah. I always thought about that. I was like I'm like is she part of it? I mean, she's part of yeah. it, but also is like there's a chance she's like trying to look out for him. Yeah. Um in a really hot way. <laughs> In a weird way, that movie is weird. <laughs> I love. I mean, I love it. OG Wicker Man is so good. Basically, a musical, which I sometimes forget. Hmm. Um, whoa, whoa! Jesse Blue has written us a novel. Whoa, Jesse Blue! We're doing this on the fly this month. I, I had to, I didn't have a chance to go through these. Yeah. Beforehand, so which for an erotic films episode, maybe irresponsible of me, <laughs> <laughs> but uh. <laughs> I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try to parse this down in real time as we go here. So um, let's see. Jesse Blue says Henry and June, 1990, uh, NC17, two hours sixteen minutes, starring Fred Ward as Henry Miller. Oh, of course, and Uma Thurman as June Miller. Is that Henry Miller, the author, like Tropic of Ca- Cancer? Like that is a sex book. Uh, Maria de Merdras as Anis, Hugo's wife. Uh, Richard E. Grant as Hugo. Richard E. Grant. Yeah. Uh, Anis Nin meets an American writer, Harry, Henry Miller. Okay, an American writer. It must be based on the books. In Paris in 19, uh, 1931, she keeps a diary of her sexual awakening, which includes Henry and his wife, June. This film is period and beautifully shot, and the attractions between these couples is palpable. Nice. Uh, their favorite scene has to do with the couple being voyeurs to a lesbian pair performing missionary style when the wife says something to the effect of, no, do it like you normally would, and the top woman immediately begins giving oral. Uh, having been raised in a Christian Midwestern home, sex was relegated to the creation of offspring only, and as a teen I realized physical intimacy felt good, but made you feel quite guilty. Uh... My friends were always horny. We're just getting into it. My friends were and I were horny theater kids. Uh, I'm, I'm reading the paragraph I s- skipped just to make sure that they didn't say don't read this. Um, but I mean, I like that. That that actually makes me super interested in the movie because like, they would, the lesbians at first apparently were trying to do it the way that they thought they were expected to do it, and then they're like, mm. no, do it like you really do it. Which yeah, it doesn't involve too much of that. I mean, some. Um, that's cool. Uh, I'm just scanning this. Scan it. <laughs> it's very long. I appreciate this. I'm reading it myself. I don't know how much of this you want me to read out loud. It's very, very personal. Um, but thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. This part is for patrons and not for, <laughs> okay, 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 okay. Um, 
basically just saying like not into porn but like movies were a way to see it um in a tasteful way basically great comment yep totally and they uh she and her friends since most of the friend group is male still talk to this day about how great breasts are (laughs) oh i agree (laughs) i can't ever not see demi moore's breasts in striptease when that song plays on the radio sweet dreams are made of these she like does a full-on strip to that song and that's like ingrained in my brain forever forever just this morning sophia was watching personal shopper nice um kristen stewart i i I was going in and out because i was doing my makeup and getting ready and stuff um seems like that movie might not be that great but i i did happen to see the uh, a nude scene nice (laughs) Sophia knew how to get me. I was still in bed, like laying around. Yeah, and she yeah. was like, "She's naked," and I was like, <laughs> "Immediately, I'm up. up. Let me see." <laughs> yep, yep. Um, weird movie though. Hmm. Um, Sam Joven does Blue Velvet count? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I think right? I watched it a bit too early in life. Same to really grasp it. As far as recent films uh, go, there was a movie called The Girl on the Third Floor starring CM Punk that went to some strange erotic places. It was an odd one, but interesting to see Punk in an acting role at mm-hmm. the very least. I'm unfamiliar with that or, Heard or about who that. CM Punk is. He's a wrestler. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I heard about this movie, yeah, and I heard it was actually really good. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Um, does Blue Velvet count? I yeah. also saw it when I was too young. Uh, yeah, I saw many of these too young. Too young. Uh, too I was, young. I was watching... So, the ones that scarred me, though... The ones that scarred me that I actually saw too young... Crash. Uh, Crash, I was... <laughs> yeah, I was I was still very hung up on, like, cheating and infidelity, yeah. so Crash upset me for that reason. Like, when he's... When he's stimulating her digitally in the back seat while her husband is driving in front of her, that upset me as a child because mm. I was like, "I was like, Elias Coteus, get out of there! What are you doing? Yeah. Stop it!" Yeah. Um, but I mean, I guess it was consensual. She—I don't remember. Um, that movie is crazy. But uh, Blue Velvet, I definitely saw. Oh, uh, Event Horizon and Don't Be a Menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Those are the two movies I watched far too young. Like, Don't Be a Menace, yeah. I saw... I was, like, 11. I did not get it. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what it was satirizing. <sighs> Obviously, now I understand way more of it. But I also saw Blazing Saddles way too young. And then I rewatched it as an adult. And I was like, oh, wait, this movie is actually, like, super cool. It is. Um, it holds up. Uh, Blazing Saddles? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Haven't seen it in forever. When I was a little kid, I was like, is this movie racist? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And then I was like, oh, it's like fully making fun of of racism. Like, it's... Yeah. yeah. Sick. Um, Yeah. I went and saw that in theaters the day after um, Gene Wilder passed away. Mm. They played it at the Arclight. And I went and saw it. Anyway, Blue Velvet. Rip. Rip. Blue Velvet is uh, definitely a weird one. But, I mean, like, all of these go into, like... Or not all of these, but a lot of these go into, like, dark, weird places. Yeah. Blue, Blue Velvet is definitely dark and weird uh, with regard to sex. Uh, I feel but, like there's a sexual Black Mirror episode 
know, like San, sexual black mirror. San Junipero, not really. That's more romantic. San Junipero is, is beautiful and perfect. Yeah, it is beautiful and perfect. Isn't there like a? I don't remember there being any nudity. Weren't in... they? You know what I'm thinking of? Actually, is my favorite little segment of that show is that one where it's the doctor putting the thing on his head to like experience shit when they have sex with it. You know. Remember the doctor that, like, drills the guy? It's in the History Museum one. Oh, yeah. It's, like, all the little stories. I only saw that one once. I oh, don't remember it very well. Oh, God. Yeah, they have, like, he uses that device to, like, have sex because he can feel her oh. and him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, like, erotica sci-fi shit. I mean, that's that's the dream, right? That's next like, level. Um, Strange Days makes me think Strange of that. Strange Days, absolutely. Yeah. Um... Cold Smith, this is out of my wheelhouse, uh, but I wanted to comment because this is the best podcast on the web, and I always comment. Thanks, Colt. I always like your comments. Um, the only thing I can say is the handmaiden is fucking incredible. Yeah, yeah. crash is uh something that's for sure. <laughs> cruel intentions kind of holds up in a weird time capsule kind of way. Sick. I mean, it sure isn't high art, but it feels like old times and has vibes. I remember in the scene toward the end. When he walks around the corner, what's that actor's name? Philippe. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryan Felipe. Yeah. When he walks around the corner, his jacket blows out, and it was like red on the inside or something. And I remember thinking that was so cool. So cool. I was like, that is a cool jacket. So cool. Everyone is (laughs) everyone is so cool in that movie, dude. Yeah, it's a cool movie. (laughs) Oh my god. I remember. I remember when she says somebody wants to kiss you down there and i as a kid i was like oh i was like that might have been the first time i like even like heard of that i was like you can do that like what why would oh <laughs> yo i'm watching cool intentions tonight i thought you meant right now because <laughs> you were like quiet for a second you're like i'm watching cruel intentions putting it right on now. putting it on right now halo's out today i might try to play a little of that he's got time for halo cruel intentions let's go <laughs> I'll see what Sophia wants to do. I'll, I'll ask her if she wants to slap on cruel intentions. Um, okay, Natalie Pool Pew Pew. Got it back. Okay, commenting again because Patreon is weird and ate both my comments. What do you all think about unsimulated sex scenes in movies? Has it ever made sense in a movie or is it just for shock value? Examples include Antichrist, Love, uh, In the Realm of the Senses, The Brown Bunny, just to name a few. So yeah, Antichrist, they had... Um, porn actors do the unsimulated um, P in V intercourse. Hmm. Seems Love really unnecessary. Has all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it just Lo- seems like, unnecessary. The like, beginning of Love just starts with like 69 for like 10 straight minutes. And I was just like, what is this? <laughs> like movies are pretend. I don't know why Sometimes. we need to do this for, for real. Um, yeah, that just seems completely... Unnecessary. I can't imagine in any situation you would need to show penetration. I just cannot imagine other than porno ever needing to ever, unless it's like into the void first person novelty shit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess for Noah, like he did love also. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's, it's, a, it's, it's his thing. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Okay. And like, yeah. I haven't seen Climax. No. I'm sure it's crazy. It's like a horror movie, like a horror mm. horror techno dance party movie, I guess. I don't know. Mm. Um, I was going to watch it, but then I thought maybe it'd be too flashy for Sophia. But because um, she's got uh, mm. epilepsy or whatever. Mm. But um, Brown Bunny yeah, has a BJ in it, unsimulated. Which stuff like it's it's for me it's weird because it's like like handmaiden I don't know how much they actually did or like faked or what yeah because like I think if the rumor is true he was just like do whatever yeah I'll I'll leave it to you like I don't even know if he left the room or not but like um I know some some film sets will do that where like the the male filmmaking members of the crew will like leave Bounce. the room yeah 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 like which I think is nice I, I that's how me, it should be honestly. To me, it's all about it's all about consent, and it's all about um, comfort, and it's mm-hmm. all about safety, and it's yeah. all about what everyone's okay with doing. And yeah. like, I, honestly, like if if the actors are like actually together, you know, mm-hmm. or something like in real life, and they wanted to do something unsimulated, because like you hear stuff about like people masturbating to completion or like performing oral sex that's not simulated or something, and like. if if everyone is on board with that go for it totally Mm -hmm. 100 percent, fine like do it but the where it gets murky is obviously you have to do multiple takes sometimes Mm -hmm. peer pressure peer pressure peer pressure and like that's the thing yeah power dynamic you can Mm -hmm. never be fully sure like so unless it's like the actor's idea Mm -hmm. i would i would personally as a as a filmmaker be like Look, yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna suggest this. Yeah, I'm, no I'm gonna, suggestion. I'm gonna let you. What do you drive. suggest? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say you drive. I mean, like, one of my screenplays that I've written is a body swapping thing, and there's sex in it. Like, there's nudity. It's got quite a bit of that in it. Like, and um, I found myself thinking, like, how would I film this? Because like, the exploration of bodies is a big part of that part of the screenplay, but. So it's like I want to show it, but at the same time, like, it makes me kind of uncomfortable to like require that of anyone. Yeah, you know, and yeah. like, if I got to make that movie, I would definitely be like, "Hey, like, you've read the script. Mm-hmm. We can film this in any way that you want, and yeah. you're in charge." You know, yeah. like, obviously, <laughs> like, I'll still frame it up and direct you, but like, you know, yeah, reminds me of reminds me of Perfect Blue. Oh my god, yeah. Uncomfortable. Like pure That movie is wild. Precious. It's disturbing. I'm disturbed. Pre-COVID, they they uh played it in theaters again and I went and saw it. Shit. Um and I I mean I'd see, I owned it on, I own it on blue on DVD, but um Yeah. Man, that movie is great and like so complicated and so, so complicated. interesting. Yeah. And f- so scary. So terrifying sc- movie. Oh. Oh my god. Unsettling. Perfect blue, dude. Yeah. So hardcore. Um, all right, patron saint of reaction <laughs> shots, Tokyo Slim. Um, I have to keep this uncharacteristically short this month because of holiday retail schedules and prior prior commitments. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I don't know. What's your favorite? Secretary Crash, Sex Lies and Videotape, the erotic Spader verse, if you will. <laughs> For real, dude. Straight up, I love the Spader verse. <laughs> King of awkward sex. That's what I've been saying. Like literally, I've been saying that since I was a high schooler. Um, basic instinct, classic. The hunger, sexy vampires. The cook, the thief, his wife, and her lover. 
The Handmaiden, Belle de Jour, The Lover, Lamont Dumble, Cruel Intentions, Bound, though this Bound. Movie, a video store nostalgia pick, and Body Double. Cheers, everyone. I'm a bad Shout lesbian. I haven't, I haven't seen Bound. I'm a bad trans lesbian. I haven't oh. seen Bound. I need to watch it. I intended to watch that one before this episode, but I just didn't have time with Drew. Dang. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's legendary. Like, yeah. Am- amongst amongst the lesbian meme creators that I subscribe to on Sick. Instagram, it's, it's a legendary film. I just really <laughs> like Wachowskis. That's why I watched it. I love the Wachowskis. So it's yeah. like, all right, watch, uh, watch their movie, filmography. It's on a while back. I don't, you know. Don't yeah. really it's one one and done movies in my brain. It's hard to remember all the yeah. details. I remember it though. Yeah, you're saying the girl from Face Off. Mm. I always remember her. I forget oh, her name. That? Yeah, the like badass one what was her name. Like I Gina something maybe. Oh, not Gina Carano. No, 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 no. She's not in yeah. Face Off. In Face she's like, Off. Yeah, she's like Caster Troy's buddy friend or the bald guy's friend well there's joan allen gina gershon gina yes yeah yeah yeah. yeah. good in that she's good and bound love her gotta see bound <laughs> <laughs> what what is life um super gotta see matrix huh? yo i'm stoked as hell for Ma- matrix yo we better get that unreal demo preloaded that should shadow drop in tomorrow you think so? Oh, yeah. What is it? It's like a tip, probably a playable tech demo type. Just a playable teaser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be weird. It'll be maybe gameplay, probably not. Yeah. Super Sushi, among my favorites, are definitely Species, Cruel Intentions, Wild Things, and Basic Instinct. If comedies yep. count, yep. I very much enjoy American Pie movies and Eurotrip growing up. Shout out to Showgirls for being very bizarre, but also, uh, but to me, also very entertaining. There's also a series of Israeli movies called uh, Is Am Steel. First part is called Lemon Popsicle in the U.S. Lemon Very popsicle. popular in Germany. Sounds sexual. Very curious. Lemon yeah, Popsicle. It's set in Tel Aviv in the 50s, and it follows three teenage boys and their sexcapades during their adolescence. I mention these movies mostly because uh, they used to run during the holidays on TV... My parents probably shouldn't have let me watch TV unsupervised over Christmas as a child. It was quite entertaining. Oh boy. You know what? You know what movie is not erotic at all is uh kids. Oh my god. Blech. What an upsetting movie, dude. I saw that as a teenager and I was just like <laughs> it tastes like butterscotch. I don't remember that line. I just remember Oh my was, god. I remember when he's like, it's okay, it's me. And I'm like, this is so fucked up. Dude, he's just so fucked up. God, that movie is yeah, don't, Why dude. would you remind me of kids? I'm I sorry. Kids. I, I thought of kids. I haven't thought of kids in like to, five or ten years. I had to say it to get it out of my oh. head. Ugh, would kids. always pass it at Blockbuster. Kids would always see it. Would always the white cover with the colorized yeah, the letting. Yeah, oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> Fucking upsetting movie, dude. Upsetting. Harmony Corinne, why? What happened <laughs> so to you? Kids. Oh my god. Um. Anyway, John Wojcikowski, uh, do you have any favorite not at all sexy sex scenes? The kind that make you wonder what's going on here. 
things like You Are My Rose from The Room or the dolphin pool scene from Showgirls. Do you have any good stories of awkwardly watching an erotic movie with the wrong group of people, either on purpose or by accident? Well, you had yours. My mom had an amazing talent for coming in on the exact wrong time of every movie. Like, maybe she, like, waited outside by the door or something. Because, like... Just knew. Knew the she moment. She just knew. Like, <laughs> like Donnie, Donnie Brasco, right, is, like, yeah. two hours of, of people talking and then one shootout. And she walks in right in the shootout. You know? <laughs> of and course. Just, like... And same with sex scenes and stuff. It was yeah. just like, oh my god, mom. <laughs> um, favorite non. I mean, the room is a great pick. That that is just so awkward and terrible. Also brings back to the consent like uh, thing where it's like it seems like that actor actress was not totally in on in for yeah. this. Neil Breen also has a lot of that. Um, favorite not at all sexy sex scene. The the rave speaking of the Matrix, the like rave party sex scene in Matrix Two is kind of bizarre. Love that rave. <laughs> Sweat dripping down bodies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it's kinda hot. Mm-hmm. Machines. Hell yeah. Um Yo, Matrix, days away. Dude, jazzed about <laughs> no it. Way. Jack uh, me in. Jack me right Jack in. Jack me in you and IMAX. I am unprecedentedly hyped for the Matrix. Yeah, please be good. Just, like, just be good. That's it. That's I was it. thermonuclear obsessed with the Matrix when it, when the first one came out. Like crazy into the Matrix. Mm-hmm. Listen to the soundtrack all the time. Watch the movie on over and over. How C29 many nine on the DVD or whatever? Like the the mall. Uh, or the building lobby scene. Oh my god, the lobby scene on repeat. How many sex scenes crazy. will the new one have? Oh, two? Two sex scenes. Yeah. All right, I'll go over. Okay. Three. I'm going big because I can't die. One is three? one is that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go three. I'm going over. <laughs> yeah. I I figure it has to at least have. Well, the the thing is maybe they won't have a chance. Because obviously, like Neo Breakneck and Trinity are gonna, like, they're gonna like get get hot and heavy. Realize realize who they are again, but I don't know yeah. if they'll have a chance. They're gonna try. Because I mean, the movies go out of their way to show them banging. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In the second, in the second one. Yeah. Is that the only time they actually show it? Is there only one? They kiss a lot. Yeah. But I they think kiss there's only lot. one sex scene Damn. in all of the Matrix. Damn. And it's during that rave, isn't it? Am I forgetting? You're right. It is during the rave. It totally I think is. That's the only one. I think that's the only time. That's like the best moment. They're just, they give like a moment of peace. And I remember you see the like the rivets down their spine. Yeah, it's kind of a cool shot. It's an it artistic is. shot. Chowskis. <laughs> ten out of ten. Uh, yeah. Um, Conrad Cron- Cronchio. <laughs> Yo, I remember there's a martial arts movie. It's, it's huh? um, it's Cradle to the Grave, maybe. That has a bad scene. No, in it? no, it's Gabriel Union does like a striptease because she's like trying to dis- distract a guy. Oh yeah. And I remember, I remember as a kid being like, <laughs> "You know what is this scene? <laughs> what is this movie?" It was on like. Why Showtime. do I feel this way? Yeah. I remember my mom was concerned about me watching Goldeneye because um, she didn't want me to get yes. Confused. With the sexualization, like, the the violence that she, like, because she employs the sexuality. Yeah. 
Employs her sexuality as a weapon, you know? Legendary. The leg kill. Good way to die. 10 out of 10 de- kill method. Great great way to die. One of the most iconic killing methods in cinema. Like, Do you agree? Thigh suffocation? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Preferred, preferred way to yes. go. If I have to go. <laughs> I want to live forever, but barring yeah. that. If I gotta go, let's do that. <laughs> Who is that? Is that Femka Jansen or who? Yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. My God, Jean Grey. Yeah, She's getting nuts. <laughs> Killer thighs, dude. Mm-hmm. Conrad, for starters, I was fourteen the year Species came out, so safe to say that was my early erotic film experience. Uh, yes. Yeah, how that movie was, was so. Ninety-five. I was eight years old. I was ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Species was was top species, shelf as a kid. Species was great. Like yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god. Species. Yeah. 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 As a kid. Yeah. She was so hot. So out of control. And like, I remember there's a scene on a train. Right. She's like in a train bathroom with someone. I remember she was in a few bathrooms. God. I remember a, a pool or a hot tub. Yeah. I remember her just walking down the street naked at one point. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah for sure. She doesn't, she doesn't understand that she's supposed to have clothes on or something, and I was just like, I was like, this is... This, this cast thing? is insane. In Species? Natasha Henstridge, Michael Madsen, Ben Kingsley, Alfred Molina, Forrest Whitaker, Michelle Williams. It's Crazy. funny because, like... Roger I, I Donaldson. Think, I, I think that the first one, yeah, was like an was actual a hit. A, was like an well, it was an actual attempt at like a good movie for sure. It was legit. It was legit sci-fi. And then, but then like Species Two and and Beyond, like, yeah, they just fully leaned into the sex aspect. Yeah, they tanked it. It's weak. Mating season begins, for example, is the tagline <laughs> of the second movie. Yeah, the, this the is tagline the of the first end, movie yeah. is "Our time is up." Like different writer, different director. Yeah. One's a sex movie for yeah. sure. Yeah. Different writer, oh, different director God. on the second one. There you go. That's everything. That foundation. Yep. You know, Michael Madsen in the second one, dude. Hilarious. Like species, species, species cinematic universe. I wonder if there is some kind of like. There's definitely like a monster sex thing, right? Like, like where like. Yeah, the, th- the like thematic kind of element. Tra- there's some kind of attraction to the danger or something. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. A friend of mine is very, very into werewolves. Nice. And I'm like, sure. Ginger snaps. <laughs> yeah male werewolves but yeah um anyway what were we talking about shape uh, of water does shape of water get brought up isla uh, not in this i don't think that's not some that fish seen. erotica right that's guillermo's erotic masterpiece best my picture part, right there my favorite part is when she's explaining where <laughs> yeah. it comes from and then and then she goes never trust a man <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. So good. Um, I gotta rewatch Shape of Water. Oh, yeah. I don't know if Sophia's ever seen it. I gotta watch it with her. Yeah, it's um, Continuing this comment, it's a lengthy one. Let's see. Um, Shape of Water is a, a departed situation in, well, 
I think the, the Departed is deserved, but Shape of Water is seems like that Guillermo one where it's like not my favorite Guillermo movie, but it wins all the awards, you know. I could see why the the Academy would like Shape of Water mm-hmm. over some of the others, like a Pan's, uh, Pan's, or a, Pan's Labyrinth. I think Pan's it won Labyrinth actually best foreign film, maybe Pan's Labyrinth. I think it might have. I think yeah. it might have actually. But um, yeah. Pan's Labyrinth is just so punishing. Like it, yeah, it is. It is. It's one of those movies at the end, like, and I often forget yeah. this, but it, it's it's definitely a fuck you for watching movie where it's mm-hmm. just like, it twists the knife for like no reason, <laughs> and you're just like, why, dude? Yeah. Why Guillermo? Who? Yeah, it's renounced. It's renounced. Um, it's like bittersweetness kind of at the end, but it's mostly sad. Yeah, well, yeah, it's yeah. one of those where it's like, okay, is that real or not? Yeah. Like, what's happening? Is I choose to believe. That's Guillermo wants you to make the conscious choice to believe. Yeah, very, very given. Also, they marketed that movie so poorly. Everyone, always, always. Everybody thought it was like a mystical yeah. fairy fairy movie. Classic. Fantasy movie, that's what I'm looking for. Dude, I am so excited for Nightmare Alley, dude. So excited. Day one. Ugh. Day one. What days it come out? It's like... It's like Christmas month. something. Christmas right Day. there. I have to like go to the Alamo and I know wherever and like just see three movies. I feel like they should abolish all movie theaters except IMAXs. Like we don't even need them anymore. What's the point? And Alamo Draft House of a movie theater. Like I just want to watch it at home now. I've fully given up. Oh yeah, Hubie. I've fully given up. Um, Spider Man. It's gonna be the final test. If someone. Are you going to the Alamo? I'm gonna going do to it. If so, I'm gonna go to the Alamo, if someone speaks, I like you will hear about it. And well, I, here's I, that'll the thing. be it. Here's the thing: Alamo. Um, I saw Cats at at the Alamo, <laughs> and like for fun, zany movies. Yeah, it's, kind of, yeah. it's it's part of the kind of experience, but it's, sure, it's sure. respectful. Sure, it's not some it's not some idiot being like, yeah, go Spider Man. <laughs> You know, if like you'll laugh at the laugh funny parts, right? And, or if yeah. if Happy shows up or whoever, like yeah. somebody big shows up, everyone's like, "Woo!" You know, like yeah. that. I'm fine with that. Totally. I'm fine with excitement. Totally. During Benedetta, though, but if it's like a silence. conversation and someone is speaking while two characters no, no. are talking, like no, they will literally remove you if you do cool. that. Like, and Final they're not test. whistling dis- Dixie on that one. Final test. Benedetta, like there was a dude speaking really kind of loudly during the like. Pream- they have like preamble stuff that Alamo yeah. will they'll put in like clips of like old nunsploitation movies or whatever like thematic stuff nice. for whatever movie you're about to see um there was a dude exploitation sp- yeah there was a dude speaking loudly during those and i was like oh here we go man is this going to be the time yeah. the yeah. second the trailers started silence nice silence dude okay. these are right. these are cinephiles hardened cinephiles yeah dude called out Oh my god, uh, I, well, uh, hang on, I got I got it was such a um, hardened cinephiles. Like, dude, like three seconds into um, I can't remember the name of the movie. It's something like Sacred Beast. Um, sacred like Beast. S- School of the Sacred Beast or something. I love uh, a Sacred Beast. Whatever. It's like a sacred it was a Japanese. Beast. Japanese erotic nun movie Holy called some, something like the school of the sacred beast or yeah. like the, the church of the sacred beast. Yeah. Something like that. I hear him out of the corner of my ears. 
literally the first frame of the yeah. trailer, yeah. he's just like, well, this has got to be School of the Sacred Beast. <laughs> and then it fucking just was. And I'm like, okay, if this dude is calling School of the Sacred Beast or whatever yeah. from one frame of a trailer. Hardcore. He's a cinephile. That's some hardcore shit. And and maybe a few other files, too, while we're at it. I gotta see some non-sploitation movies. Oh, they're... they're I didn't nice. even know Nasty this was a habits. genre. Nasty Habits is, like, a famous one. They, they showed a trailer for that. Um, nuns on the Run is basically some like it hot, but two guys dress up as nuns to, like, hide out from the mob or whatever. That's it's, funny. like, literally just some like it hot. Oh, my God. Some like it hot. Amazing film. Um, Conrad's comment... I'm gonna I'm gonna get through it here. Um, for some reason, my dad got a hold of a long play VHS copy that had it and the not so erotic Congo on it, referring to species. The '90s man. <laughs> um, as a Swede, I need to bring up "I Am Curious Yellow" from 1967. In case you are unfamiliar, it's the sequel. It and its sequel, Blue, together forming the colors of the Swedish flag are movies exploring politics, sexuality, and spirituality through the eyes of a young woman played by Swedish national treasure Lena Nyman. Uh, although Ingmar Bergman broke ground in regards of nudity and erotica, more than a decade earlier with 1953's Summer with Monica, the movie that gave rise to the phrase Swedish sin, Yellow in particular is a truly groundbreaking movie and window into the minds of young people during the tumultuous 60s. Uh, at the time... It was the highest-grossing foreign language film in the U.S. and Canada, raking in over $20 million in the box office and earning Nyman the Golden Beetle Award, a Swedish Oscars, for Best Actress. Um, Yellow, let's be honest here, Yellow didn't come become a success mainly because it was an interesting political movie. It blew, away, blew up the way it did because it was a film with very explicit nudity landing smack in the middle of the Western sexual revolution. Mm. And... Uh, Good point of reference for the discussion of impact that sex can have on a movie's successes. Mm. Um, now they're going to go into some bad movies. Uh, I'm just It's long, so I'm going skim, to skim through the rest. Oh, Solo, The 120 Days of Sodom. I've seen that. Yeah, that's definitely not great. Caligula and Base Moi. Um, they're not sexy movies, no. Uh, Showgirls, Wild Things, Blue Lagoon... Uh, Eyes Wide Shut. First mention of Eyes Wide Shut. There it is. Finally. Boogie Nights. Finally. Eyes Wide Shut, dude, is a the fascinating goat. film. It's the goat. It is such a 10 out of 10. Peak Kubrick mood. The mood of that movie. I mean, all Kubrick movies. They just, like, melt my brain. And it just feels like you're there. You don't even, you don't even realize it's like, why am yeah. I on some sexual odyssey tonight? Oh, I'm watching no. Eyes Wide Shut. Like, right. Why am I contemplating infidelity with Tom <laughs> Cruise here? Um, God, I love that movie. That movie is funny because the first time I saw it, I loved it. And then I saw it the second time and I thought it was trash. Mm -hmm. And then I saw it a third time and I was like, oh, this movie's great. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on with yeah. me that second time. No, legendary memory. I don't know what I was seeing, unfortunately, at the time. But we went to the movie theater. My dad saw that. We saw something else. Woof. Maybe Mortal Kombat. Oh. Honestly, are they the same year? Tell me right now. 95? No, it's uh, 99. No, so it wasn't Mortal Kombat. But it was something. Something in 99. 
Um, and we came in right at the tail end. Cause I didn't care about spoilers then, you know, I'm like 12 years old, whatever. I don't even know who Stanley Kubrick is at the time. Right. And my dad, movie man, we still do it to this day. He was sitting in the very back row, slunched over, doing this. What? Because he was so bored out of his mind. Okay. Oh, wow. He hated it. He made fun of the soundtrack. They're like, boo. Boo. The like one note piano (laughs) throughout. Yeah. And then years later, you know, I became obsessed with Kubrick, blah, blah, blah. And I just remember talking to him like lately about it, like maybe a few years ago. And he just has a fully flipped and now he loves it it's one of his favorites we always joke about how when he first saw it he just hated it it's a similar thing like it's one of those movies that device takes a few watches yeah internally divisive i mean it's such a good movie Mm -hmm. and like i guess spoilers for eyes wide shut it'll be brief just cover your ears for a second if you don't want to hear this but like it basically amounts to a joke like the whole punchline of the movie is her just saying, like, well, we should probably just fuck, huh? <laughs> like, Well, you know? I don't remember the... Because I remember it's kind of left open with, like, who left the thing on the thing at the end, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. That I whole mean, mysterious shot? I think that they were... That shot's a trip. Yeah, oh, freaky. He got into... He got in over his head. Yeah. But the, 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 the meditation is, like, should you cheat or not? Like, should I cheat yeah. or not? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely and, not. like, does my wife having a sex dream mean I have carte blanche to go and cheat? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. No, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Tom. Yeah, Tom. Cool it. Can you believe he did that movie? That just seems not Tom Cruise-y. I don't know. Uh, he was in a weird phase. Cause that, sure. That's he like was kind of a sexual icon vanilla, at the time. Vanilla Sky and stuff. Like, he was doing risky some, like, business. Yeah, He's he a risky just, like, guy. Well, he was doing some, like, other artsy stuff around then, like, trying to be mm-hmm. taken seriously, I guess. Yeah, and it's um, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick calls right. and you say Cooper yes. Kubrick calls and you, yeah. you, you say how high. Just crazy um, to do something that revealing with your significant other. That's very I think that's part intense. of why they... I think that's why they agreed to do it, yeah. I think, was yeah. that it was... Uh, there, I mean, it's a storied mm-hmm. film. There's all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jorgen Moore... I just want to share my experience watching The Handmaiden for the first time. I can't remember how I heard of the film. It was either on this show or looking up a list of the best Korean films. I began watching it and straight up, and as a straight male, it is safe to say I was into the movie. <laughs> Minor spoiler. Hey, as a gay female, I was very into the movie too. Um, same team there. We're, we're back yeah. on the same team. Um Minor spoilers, at least uh, at the last scene, I finally realized that the mo- what the movie was saying basically turned into a, turned the mirror back on the viewer and said, we were just like pervy nobles listening to the porn books. Yeah. Uh, out loud in my apartment, I yelled, no, I'm no different than the pervs. <laughs> it's really funny. Ten Handmaiden is a masterpiece. Yeah. I love movies that, that do that. Like... Oh, absolute masterpiece. I love movies that do that. Like that turn your ga- that weaponize your audience ship, like turn yeah. your gaze around on you. Um It's done well. Sometimes it feels annoying as shit. I can't think of any examples. Sometimes but I know it's a little on the nose. Yeah. Like uh Michael Haneke somehow is like both. 
like funny games is so overt yeah that it's like you americans you you scum like yeah how dare you like this you know and it's a very on the nose but then michael haneke with cachet one of hmm. my favorite movies it's a way more subtle kind of treatise on that sort of stuff too so it's like yeah you know I who's the, ob- go ahead i was just gonna say the movie that sort of does that that pissed me off so much was um oh shit what is it called the one where where there's like a killer and the girl's like got a shaved head and she's running away from the killer natural born killers no 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 um and then spoiler alert it's the dumbest twist of all time oh what is that movie called it starts with a d maybe oh it's driving me crazy now oh god there's nudity in it oh yeah he like he he like fellatios himself it's, with a severed uh, head. The duh, truck driver. Duh, what yeah, is that movie duh, called? It's like duh duh. It's it's on the tip of my tongue. Tokyo Slim knows. Tokyo Slim knows. Oh yeah, there are many people. In is it? Fr- it's not French, right? Yeah, it's not diabolique. Okay, that's what I was thinking of. That's what I was thinking of. It's more recent. It's like there's like a saw, like a like a saw. I'm going to Google, like, worst twist in film history, and this movie will come up. Like, I'm serious. This is the worst movie. (laughs) It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. What is this movie called? (laughs) Oh, my God. Talk about something else. Talk about something else while I try to... I know. This movie is trash garb. Yeah, keep talking about Eyes Wide Shut for a second. Pretty sure he, like, passed away on the... The day before the premiere or something. It's pretty sad. Didn't he? Yeah, it was yeah. something like that. 70 years old, died in his sleep. Stanley Kubrick, best there was. Best of all time. Oh my god, Serenity. That movie is crazy. Serenity now. Different movie, but... <laughs> Serenity, was that McConaughey? Yeah. Have yeah. you seen that movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Okay, these are all too recent. Some weird movies. A lot of weird movies. Eyes I'm Wide Shut is Keep such talking. a mood. It's such a mood. I mean, it's it's hard. It's every movie is every one of Stanley Kubrick's movies is such a mood. But I yeah. love the I love the modern setting. Obviously, contemporary. High tension. High tension. High I tension. thought I said high tension. I didn't say high tension. No. I thought high tension, but I didn't say it. High tension has yeah. some erotic elements and is trash. Hmm. God, that movie pisses me off. Why did I bring that up? Oh, erotica. Because it sucks. <laughs> erotica. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> oh, because it tries to do that. It's a bad example of yeah. that, where it tries to be like, "How dare you? Uh, whatever." High tension, dude. Sorry, it doesn't start with a D. I don't know where. Is I got torture it. porn erotica? For some people, I'm sure. That really that hasn't really been brought up. Just like I just saw Zach Wojnar's name down there and I was like, I swear to god if he brings up Billy Jack <laughs> Spoiler alert, I'm pretty sure he does. Um, that's 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 Wojnar's erotica. It's Billy Jack. <laughs> Billy Jack super into Billy Jack. Todd Kramer, hello, odd question. But I often told my roommate that I'm horny for film. I believe that there's an inherent difference between something being erotic and something being sexual. And with that in ma- mind, what are films that you might consider erotic but not sexual? It evokes a strong attachment or feeling in you. 
Personally, the films of David Lean and his sweeping landscapes are extremely easy on the eyes for me, as well as the aesthetics of German Expressionist films like and Fritz Lang specifically. For me, it's the composition and the forethought put into the image. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some sensual ways to film landscapes and stuff like that. And I think a lot of great filmmakers do that. Hannibal um, weaponizes the human uh, inclination for food and sex, I think, mm-hmm. to great effect. It, it, like, makes you disgusted at yourself mm-hmm. for, for the way... Because they shoot it like food and they shoot it like sexual sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I mean, films like that, like... Um, uh, Nick Rogue or... Um, yeah, like come to mind walkabout or whatever vampire movies can be sexual what is it sexual without feeling what erotic without being sexual i think blade is an erotic movie and not sexual blade yeah blade well that's that's the thing vampire vampirism and is erotic yeah, it's but very... there's not really any like sexual drive in that movie. It's not about like banging anyone. It's about well, because it's like, it's about. Well, I guess there is nudity in Walkabout and Don't Look Now. Don't Look Now has a big sex scene in it. So Nick Rogue maybe not mm-hmm. the best call. Um, but uh, yeah, vampirism like there's fluid, there's mm-hmm. bodies, there's penetration. You mm-hmm. know, it's very sexual. Uh. There's something about oil that maybe can be, you know, like there will be blood sometimes. It's like, it feels like they're like climax moments. Sure, sure. Um, That's a good one. Yeah. Will Blade be hypersexual when he comes into the MCU? Well. Will there be sexual um, tension? Sexual undertones? Blade in the um, MCU, yes or no? Well, it's already happened, so no. But uh, you know what I mean, for I know real. What you mean. Blade is a sexual man. Yeah, I think. Let's go, MCU. You got it. And Mahershala is a sexy man. Yeah, so he is. I think it's going to be sexual no matter what. Okay. But again, swords, blood—it's all very sexy. It is. You're right. It Leather. Is. Yeah, biting the neck. Biting the neck. There's something about because vampires don't sweat, you know. So that's kind of yeah. like sexy. And I weird. swear, Deacon Frost sweats. I feel like I've seen vampires sweat blood in some mythoses. Yeah. What about weeping blood? Mads, okay. like Mads weeping wh- blood is the <laughs> sickest shit in a movie. Nothing sinister. I nothing you. sinister, dude. It's um, too good. It's too good. Have you seen? Uh, let the right one in. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The OG, the OG. Oh movie. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah. When she starts just like oozing blood because she didn't get invited inside, mm-hmm. like that's that part is man. That movie rules. Yes. That's yes. one of those movies that sexual awakening. For the yeah, for those ki- for that kid. Yeah. Let's go. That's one of those movies that like, I mean, I say this every time, but just like two days after I watched it, I was like, wait a minute. And it, like, recontextualized the whole film. Or, like, on the mm. drive home or whatever. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> she was That wasn't what I thought it was that whole time. Um, <laughs> all right, we got three comments to go. Carl Williams' favorite handmaiden. 
Of course. Um, Handmaiden's the winner of the day. I didn't. Uh, did you I know who's Handmaiden? obsessed with the Handmaiden? One of their favorite movies. They're obsessed. Who? Luke Arnold. Luke Arnold, shout out. Loves the Handmaiden. It's an incredible film. Yeah. Well, Black Sails, dude, erotic. That's an erotic show. Erotic. And like, Yo. it's it starts off like. It starts off like like Skinamax skeezy, oh, yeah, skeezy, but then it gets so it gets, real. It gets it gets classy later. Yes, like, <laughs> yes, yes. Shout out, dude. Shout Luke out, Captain Flint. Good. Let's go. Wherever, wherever you are, Luke. I hope everything's going well. Seriously, same. Um, I liked the first book. I haven't read his second book yet. Got it right there. I want to. You got it right there. Oh yeah, you mm-hmm. do. Number two. I liked the first one. I got you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna download I've been needing an audio book do it I might have already done it I might have already put it on here do um, it Hold oh yeah I have it here nice oh, wait, is that the first one hang on uh next comment Carl Williams other uh, other film takes below Last Tango in Paris great but problematic yeah Henry mm-hmm. and June pretty good Nymphomaniac tries way too hard which is understandable since Lars von Trier is absolute try hard edge lord very true. I uh I got so bored. Speaking of uh boring sex movies, yeah, Nymphomaniac is boring, dude. Sounded boring. Like. Is that Shia? Dead man in a ditch. Shia might appear. <laughs> I don't recall honestly. Yeah, it's uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg though. Is the mm. is the titular Nymphomaniac? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah I was thinking about uh, I was thinking about the podcast, Isla. We were talking about hard outs, and yeah. I meant to say I don't have any hard outs. I have I have some soft outs because a hard out to me is closed minded. Like you are just yeah. not gonna do this, and I'll I'll try anything. I'll do anything. Somebody like Nymphomaniac, like that Lars von Trier one, is like so on the border of like soft yeah. out, like yeah. no interest. Well, if like someone really color. wanted me to, what's up well blues the warmest carl brings up blues mm-hmm. the warmest color and they say overrated and problematic yeah and like yeah i like the problematic element of it you know like yeah. i just i'm not interested like there yeah. are other things that are that are better right better ways to use your time better yeah and it's like so for me i'm totally fine with with a hard out being due to problematic or, shit or yeah yeah oh yeah. hard out yeah. on that for sure I think that's fine. No doubt. Like, yeah, there are some things I'm hard out on that, like, I won't begrudge people yeah. for for not being hard out on it. But like, mm-hmm. I'm if just anything not sketchy, do- yeah, abusive. Yeah, I'm just not gonna do it. Goes without saying. Um, they they say the dreamers is pretty whatever, and shame is pretty good. Shame. The dreamers has great scenes in it, but I don't remember the story at all. So <laughs> maybe the story is pretty bad. Um. Jack Wojnar, well, I hope I'm not too late. After all, as the most erotic ally, I know my input on this topic is highly valued. It's true. Uh, erotic, patron, erotic, patron. Um, the, the eros of our, of our pantheon here, Zach Wojnar. Um, first of all, Billy Jack is the most erotic film if you like it. denim and bare feet kicking bad guys in the face. Oh, my God. Um, okay, but seriously, let's rock. All right, I'm just going to blare through this, okay? Blast right through. 
Once upon a time, I wrote a brief news story for Screen Rant about the movie Tammy and the T-Rex. Oh boy. It's not a particularly erotic film, but it does have an amazing sex scene in which Denise Richards does a striptease and sexy lingerie for her boyfriend, Paul Walker, <laughs> who at this point is a brain in a jar. Mm -hmm. But it was getting a 4K re-release by the company Vinegar Syndrome. Yeah, they re-release a bunch of like... Bad, so bad they're good movies a dvd company that specializes in giving the criterion treatment to movies that would never in a million years get the criterion treatment so every couple of months for a full year in thanks to uh for the article i wrote they sent me a whole bunch of blu-ray and 4k editions of their movies which includes a lot of low-budget slashers but also a lot of softcore and even hardcore movies from the 70s and 80s we're talking about forgotten classics, quote-unquote, like Summer Camp Girls, A Thousand and One Erotic Nights, and Public Affairs. They're not the movies we're here to talk about, but it's definitely worth capturing this lost era of smut in immaculately restored HD. For the <laughs> sake of this podcast, I finally put on the Blu-ray of Public Affairs, and it's hilarious. It's a porn movie about a sleazy, sexed-up politician running on a platform of taking down the sex industry in New York's Times Square, which has a thriving... Which was thriving back in the six, 70s and early 80s. For more info, watch HBO's The Deuce, also about Times Square in that era. I watched the first few episodes, uh, but it's a porn movie. Uh, also, uh, So it's like a little time capsule, a porn movie about the porn industry. I don't recommend it to anyone, but I'm glad it exists in an HD form. And no, I'm not paid by vinegar syndrome. Uh, here... Here's the thing about erotic films and criticism of mainstream stuff like Fifty Shades of Grey or Secretary. Secretary is great. Uh, which have so many online think pieces about how they're problematic and not representative of mm. what those actual relationships are like. It's but you know what? Sure. No, yeah. No one ever throws equivalent criticisms at action movies or science fiction movies or any other kind of movies or said criticisms are disregarded as stuffy dorks getting in the way of cinematic fantasy. And that's the key word, fantasy. Is Fifty Shades trash? Yeah. Is it toxic or problematic? I don't think so. To quote Billy Joel, I thought he was going to say Billy Jack, uh, it's just a fantasy, it's not the real thing. Shout out to Don John with jo Joey Gordy Levitt, Scar Joe, and Julianne Moore. I like that movie. That's a good one. Um, ooh, Jason Wojnar, Zach's brother coming in here with uh, Pedro Moldovar, one of my faves, uh -huh. uh, has quite a few of these. Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, Bad Education, Would You Call the Skin I Live In Erotic? That movie is wild. There are definitely elements of the skin I live in that are, are erotic to me, and some definitely pro like intense, hardcore, problematic things that are terrifying in that movie, too. So, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. It's not erotic. It's definitely... She's not... It's that's a complicated. Amaldivar is very complicated. Yeah, yeah. It's very complicated stuff. Like, talk to her is like a really weird movie. Like, some of them are just like not like stuff that happens is not appropriate. But I don't think <laughs> inappropriate. Inappropriate. And the skin I live in has plenty of inappropriate things happening. And I don't think he's saying that they're appropriate. Wait, know? what's the ScarJo Alien one? Oh, uh, oh yeah, that's a great call. I that's Under the Skin. Oh my god, I love that movie. Under the Skin is great. Oh Especially my if you god. Know, Under the Skin is great if you know the context of yeah. how a lot of the guys were unscripted. It's so um, cool. I love, love, loved, loved that movie. Yeah, that one's good. I liked it more over time. Like, after yeah. I saw it. Same. Ooh. Um, cool. And then lastly, Billy Jack Check. 
We have not yet watched it. We have to find a time. We'll do like a commentary yeah. with, with the Wojnar brothers or something. Uh, oh, we have time over the holidays, but it's like no looking promises. just as busy. So I don't yeah, know. And I don't, I, I'll be traveling, so I won't have a mic or anything with me. But um, maybe in the new it's year. Yeah. And maybe we'll see. We could check if Billy Jack is on a watch party. <laughs> we need to finish Patriot also. In 100%. The new year, we, we'll finish Patriot. 100%. Um, New Year's resolution. Finish Patriot. Yeah. Before Watch Party goes away. Because um, I assume it will someday. Who knows? Great. That's it. We did it. We did it. A breezy two hours talking about erotic films. I wonder if we said anything that'll get us in trouble. Or um, anything of substance. Because I <laughs> am not an that's expert. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That stuff gets us in trouble. Saying things of <laughs> substance. <laughs> um uh check out patreon.com slash easy allies if you're in the seven dollar tier or above you are in the film and soundtrack club and that is where i get these comments from these lovely wonderful patrons where we get our comments so check out patreon.com slash easy allies it's how we live it's what supports us and we need more money uh <laughs> <laughs> please and thank you tell your friends our highest tier on patreon is the shout out tier and we have a few wonderful shout outs this month we've got l thanis greg the dark knight kettering caleb togi crawford <clears throat> i got a frog in my throat there caleb togi crawford nick and christian Semenik. shout out shout out Semenik. Semeniac? Semeniac. How do you say your name? I love Semeniac. Very interesting name. Um, but thank you to the shout out tier patrons and to all of our patrons and for anyone who has listened or watched this far. Thank you, Hubert, my illustrious co-host. Yeah. Uh, see, you in, see you in person bright and early tomorrow for the game awards will there be anything shown that is erotica <laughs> you know what yeah <laughs> yeah okay yeah one thing yeah. one thing the the film club patrons who get this tonight will speculate with us everyone yeah. else when this goes public game awards will have already <laughs> happened yeah. so they'll know well, they'll know if we're wrong or right. There will be an erotic moment. An erotic moment, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have a poll. <laughs> yeah, bright and early. What, what constant... I mean, it's not really. It starts at four. But you're streaming at two and we're filming... Trash Babies. Yeah. Oh, wow. Trash yeah. Babies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right everybody we will see you soon Thanks. happy holidays happy holidays everybody oh, bye bye